The best part of waking up is doom scrolling ketchup. Four-year-old niece asked if I was also a grandpa. Running late. We'll finish yogurt and shower. In other news I just fell trying to get onto the elliptical. Two hours into this road trip and my husband is doing bad Seinfeld impressions. Is this hell? Welcome to Tweet Victory with hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes. Um, and let's just jump right into the Tweet of the Week. Let's let's dispense with the pleasantries of you know trying <laughs> to catch up and let's jump into the Tweet of the Week. Uh, because this is one that I have to say I don't understand. I don't know the reference to this. Ooh, so okay. <clears throat> the tweet comes from May 6th, which is uh, which was Thursday. And it says, but who doesn't serenade their partner with wizard rock once in a while? Um, now, I was hoping that this would have some engagement on Twitter that might lead me to know what this is. I don't actually know this reference. Right. It got a couple likes. I was proud. We got like over five likes for this one. Is this uh, like an is this like a late 90s reference that from your childhood that I was in college and just don't know? Or is this something I should know? No, no, no. So this is early 2000s, probably like 2003, 2004. Um, I was in middle school, <laughs> like 12, 13 years old. You were in college? No, right? I was working you at Bethel teaching. by then. Yeah, yeah, okay. You were graduating. <laughs> Annie, I am old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so you were, you, were up, you were not on the I was out of grad scene. school by then, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that, that makes sense why you don't know this trend. So uh, there is something called Wizard, Wizard Rock, and I am looking at the Wikipedia page right now, and it is called or it is described as a type of novelty rock music themed around the harry potter franchise oh so it's a genre or a subgenre. <laughs> i thought it was a song no it's an entire i'm not kidding you could search wizard rock sam and you will find many different bands that have made many songs related to the harry potter series okay like, i'm a- your your daughter Esme is super into Harry Potter and mm-hmm. like she has had shows on um on channel 3900 about Harry Potter. I wonder if she knows about this even just like marginally even though it's way before her time to be like this exists. <laughs> it is so, very embarrassing. <laughs> so many questions, so many rabbit holes. I'm going to throw out a couple of them and we can follow okay. the one we want. First off, I'm going to ask this the way I would have asked it when I was 12. Are these okay. songs by quote real bands? That's one question. Another question, are these songs about the world of Harry Potter or are these songs that would make sense within the world of Harry Potter? Like they could have almost been diegetic to the movies. Get what I'm saying? So like they don't, do they actually reference like Harry, Ron and Hermione or are they like, like songs that the weird sisters would do, right? That's a band in the Harry Potter world, right? So I think it would be cooler if it were the latter and it was like, this would be big in the Harry Potter world. It's songs about Harry Potter. That's tough. That's real tough. So I'm looking at the, the stylistic origins that are listed on Wikipedia and it's under geek, geek rock, which Uh is apparently a genre and emo. So, Okay, yes. So it's about Harry Potter. 
it is not actual bands. So um, the band that kind of started it all, if you will, was called Harry and the Potters. There's also bands like, um, I think like Draco and the Malfoys, like just wow really, really creatively right not <laughs> is there super... a hermione and the grangers <laughs> you would think so i haven't heard of it that's more like um, a country band i feel like i'm gonna say it was probably a lot of men that were just doing this um and so but sadly uh i know a lot of the lyrics of these songs and so like and the, as you can assume they are not necessarily uh the most Mm, poetic lyrics in the world and so sometimes you'll just hear something in like everyday life that'll sound like one of those lyrics and then you got to sing it so like mike <laughs> had no idea that this existed until i started singing songs like uh there's one uh we got to save Ginny weasley from the basilisk we got to wow. save our school again. Or um, there's another one. Uh, from now, are Drake these like 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 pop punk songs? Like, what does the music sound like? I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if it's it's within a certain genre. Um, they're not good. Like, okay, I feel bad, but they, like truly. Oh, I love it even more. <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> So what is I the watched... what is what is the apex song of um wizard rock? Like like what is the I'm trying to think like um you know, uh, yeah I, yeah I like 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 what is the what is the song that is central to this genre that like if you really want to totally understand it what should someone be listening to? I mean the the Ginny Weasley Basilisk one is um pretty well <laughs> known as far as i know so okay okay so this is from like 2003 2004 right maybe that sounds sure right? that sounds right yeah around that time um i'm like 12 online so the things that i'm consuming remember also i grew up in a very conservative christian home so i wasn't really supposed to be reading harry potter and i definitely wasn't supposed to be on harry potter forums or like searching yeah there's like um uh what do you call a muggle? Did you, did you, no, you didn't know this. You, you What's were that? not 12. Muggle net. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. I was okay, just going to so... be proud I knew what a muggle was. So. <laughs> muggle net was like a forum that you could go on to. And By the like... way, solid name for a forum. Right. It, oh, sh for sure. Like, honestly, actually, this is super interesting because we're on a podcast, but the first podcast I ever listened to was a Harry Potter podcast that was like aired on MuggleNet. Like it wasn't really probably a podcast, but it was some kind of like audio file that was like shared over MuggleNet. And that's uh, cool. And like that's it really was cool. A, it was about like what's the seventh book gonna be and like who's gonna live, who's gonna die kind of um questions and dude you were um, like an early adopter of of internet media. You know, because like this is pre YouTube, pre podcast, but like you're out there on the streets, like taking in oh. what the people are saying. Yes, it was this forum, and American this feels Idol. like 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 a like a lamer like uh kind of late eighties or eighties, late eighties, early nineties like punk rock zines culture, but it's like <laughs> instead twelve year old Harry Potter like proto podcasting. I love it. I just wish you made one of these and we could hear it. <laughs> no. Oh my God. I'm so glad I didn't make that. 
no one needed that. I don't need to see that now. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's what you don't there. need to see it now. But at the same time, we all kind of need to see it, right? <laughs> like, how great uh, would it be if it existed? It would be so terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that that's where I found it. Like my cousins and I weirdly like know a lot of the lyrics of those songs. Like we could sing. I could sit here and sing for you an entire Wizard Rock song, and I'm not proud of it because they are not good. But um, yeah, I think you asked like which one was the most popular, um, or more uh, like 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 which is the most emblematic. Like if I was gonna go listen to one song to really get the vibe of this movement. Okay, um, so there's two that I can think of. <laughs> there's one that. I don't remember who it's by. Um, I'm really bad with with band names. <laughs> These are bands. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's about Fred and George, and it's about how they they like make pranks on people. And okay. all the only lyrics I remember is "Give it up for Fred and George." So you're just gonna have to search that. The so other, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. no. Go so, for it. So, so if so, if I'm listening to these, am I hearing like like these songs are? not good they're silly whatever but like musically is it like are these a kind of adept musicians at least does it sound does it is it the kind of thing that sounds like music but it's like like even garage bandy music but it's like oh but when you listen to what they're talking about it's kind of silly or is it or is the whole thing feel like a dude at a casio keyboard banging out a song and singing man you are you're probably asking the wrong person it sounds to me pretty amateur okay <laughs> across the board like garage band would be kind okay oh so. <laughs> this might be my new favorite musical genre i can't Please wait listen to it with esme i feel like you there will be yes you'll find some because because we are entering into the world of actually it's a world i'm fascinated by which is the world of outsider art i love it <laughs> And like there are there are certain um, artists and pieces within outsider art that fascinate me uh, yes. legitimately. So like I'm kind of interested. Well, it's it's like that. So, and the thing is, I was always kind of outside outsider art, like not in a cool way, but just like I did, like I again sheltered home, right? So, yeah. like. Um, even things like fanfic, I feel like it's like the fanfic of music. Sure. So it's like people who want to write and create things about a story that they already really love. And they just want to like extend the story in interesting ways that they really like or like with characters that they think would pair together well. So it's like kind of reminded me of that. Um because the because the cool thing about uh, legitimately about outsider art is that people don't make it thinking I'm going to make outsider art. They're just making stuff. Yes. And it's like and it and and sometimes it catches an audience in a particular kind of way. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah, yeah. And it it allows people to create something that um especially maybe they never thought that they could create that. So it, it's like kind of cool in a way. It also right? speaks, it, yeah, it also speaks to a more innocent time because now <clears throat> there is such a sense of the, the real possibility of virality that mm. if you were making something like that, you would be doing it thinking maybe we're going to get the attention of something and maybe it'll show up here or there. But I don't know if in 2001, two, three, that there, there just were there could, because you, it's pre social media or really early, early social media. It's pre YouTube. It's pre 
podcasting. Yep. It's pre any of these like easy vehicles to put stuff out. So there is more of a sense of like, we're making it for the people on this message board. And it might be a big message board, but it's still like not probably going to go viral. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's really so it's innocent more in that way. Right. Right. For sure. And it, yes, like people, people were creating these songs for such a small group of people i think i mean mm -hmm. MuggleNet probably got pretty big <laughs> I, I wouldn't know <laughs> but they probably weren't trying to become influencers no. they probably weren't trying to like get signed to a record label maybe but probably not right Absolutely. at least I, I hope that there is just this like almost art for art's sake element to this that uh yes and yeah. also this is like i mean again early 2000s so Internet is around, but there's not as much social media and like right. you're saying, like not as much pushing of content. And so it's interesting to think like, is this a moment of time? Because I'm trying to think about any other pop culture series, like books or movies or whatever that would have music associated with it. And <coughs> I honestly I'm, can't think of anything else. I'm glad you asked that because I also have the question of what other fantasy or sci-fi world deserves a musical genre. Now they probably Ooh. exist. There are probably people who have written full set lists for the most Isley Cantina band to play. Not really interested in that. Like I'm I'm kind of over Star Wars fan culture wanting to do that. Like <laughs> I there I feel in in some ways because there's enough Star Wars out there in in all yep. kinds of ways, but like, I mean, the obvious one would be the obvious one for us since we're actually recording this and posting this on a Saturday instead of a Friday would be like, what is the Avatar version of this? <laughs> yeah, right. I bet there is. I mean, I bet there is. It's just, uh, yeah. I guess I'm beyond the age of people consuming that, perhaps yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious, like. Star Wars is a good one. Because um, like, in truth, in truth, like Lord of the Rings and stuff like yeah. that had this kind of, but it was at a more elevated scale because now again, I'm not like a classic prog rock fan or anything like that, but I think there was a lot of like weird, like Lord of the Ringsy stuff in that. So music scholars can pipe in here if they want, but like, so I think that they had that in like an elevated way. Like they're more likely to see like Led Zeppelin or somebody doing something yes. about, about, you know, using imagery from Lord of the Rings and Norse mythology and things like that. So like, so mm. that existed at that level. This is just a little bit or a lot of bit like not uh, aspirationally in that way. It's also interesting to think about what genres of literature would spur something like this, like fantasy, clearly young adults, perhaps just yeah. especially given like the modes of communication and um, yeah, there's like, probably Katniss Everdeen songs out there. Oh my gosh. Yes. And like Twilight, probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> A little bit before that, but yeah, probably some like Twilight songs or yeah. Um, music um, but yeah yeah it, it makes me curious about like is this a moment of time um, especially because people create on such a larger scale nowadays um, that it, it, that it's not like necessarily tied to a certain series or or story but maybe just creating in general I don't know uh, my, my fear and we've, we've already circled back around this but my fear is that social media, podcasting, YouTube, things like that have kind of killed the purity of it. That anything uh, you saw would be like, 
ah, this person was trying to do something clever to get noticed, which is like maybe what the other person does was do the people doing this was doing, but the the ability to get noticed and the scope and scale is so much smaller mm-hmm. that like I don't doubt the motivations where something now I'd be like, uh, are you trying to do this so you can get some like sponsors so you can do this so you can eventually leave your job working in an office and just make Harry Potter songs and like somehow mm-hmm. we're all sitting around saying, how does this person just have that as their job? Like I just would have all and like there's a there's an element of grossness to that to me that like I don't love as much. Um yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I um that's super interesting to think about. Uh that probably every major band has ever or or yeah, creative outlet has ever gone through that process of like the purity of it and then the commercialization. Sure. And there's something really sweet and sincere about the the early part of it uh, that feels like a scramble or a grind. Uh, and it's creating for the sake of creating rather than creating for a certain mold that you're trying to fill. Um, yeah, that's super, super fascinating. Well, Annie, I feel like we have managed to elevate this conversation and we, I didn't think <laughs> it was going to go there when we first started. So we've talked about outsider art. We've talked about artists selling out. We've talked about purity of motivation in creating art and the dangers of social media. I feel like we have run the gambit here. Yes. Um, but we are we are out of time. Can so. I can I oh, give yeah, please one do. Can I give one more uh song for people to look oh, up? Oh yes, they're absolutely. curious about Wizard Rock. Um it's called I Want to Kick You in the Face and it's about when Malfoy kicks Harry Potter in the face. Oh. So if <laughs> on the bus or wait, are they on a the train to Hogwarts? Yes. It's yeah. not a bus, it's a train. Uh, on the train to Hogwarts, Malfoy kicks Harry Potter. So if you're looking for another song, that's another one out there. That I, I, It's funny because like, I'm trying to, I can almost listen to that song in my head because that's a definitely more aggressive song, I would think. Yes. I can't imagine that's like a sweet, a sweet song that's no. aggressive. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm actually, I am going to listen to these. Annie, if you want to put together a big Spotify list of Wizard Rock, please do so. Yeah, I'll, and- uh, I'll burn you a CD. <laughs> Mixtape would be better, but actually, okay. for the time for the time period you're talking about, a burnt CD is just just right. Um, Annie, that is all the time we have for this week. If you can hear my voice, you should be following at Annie underscore Brooklyn at Twitter dot com. You should be subscribing to the channel Thirty Nine Hundred Podcast Network. Um, lots of great stuff on the network. Um, this Monday, we finally drop. We have already recorded the Bookish at Bethel Ulysses podcast. I know everyone's been reading their James Joyce, getting ready for that. <laughs> it's it's on its way this Monday. I, I think I'm the only person anticipating it because it's one of my favorite books, and it's not a <laughs> it's not a book that I think a lot of people just pick up to read for fun. So, um, listen to that. There was a, a great episode of EST this week. Lots mm-hmm. of good stuff. Um, Annie, this was really fun. I'm now, I now know more about wizard rock and, uh, I'm a better person for it. I think. Uh, yeah. I'm sure. All right. <laughs> All right. We will be back next week with another episode of tweet victory. See you then. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC radio. Mm-hmm.